Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. In, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. As I'm enjoying my Coco Caliente. Well, it's not really Coco. I'm enjoying my coffee caliente. Yeah. Um, you got a lot of creamer in there today, or let's see the color. No, actually, I don't. I don't put a lot of creamer in. You don't. You, you, you when you make my coffee, and I haven't said anything because. Oh, so let's. I love you here. so much. Yes. Because you used to put a lot of creamer, so you've manned up a little bit now. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't put nearly as much cream now. When you when you give me coffee and I don't say anything, it's like a treat. It's it's too much. So oh. what I end up doing is I drink a little bit and I add more coffee. Drink a little bit more, add more coffee until. Well, I wish you would tell me. Good, well, now you know. Now I know. Real life. Right now. Because you you were forced to drink black coffee recently, whereas before you wouldn't even touch that. Yes. And I needed the black coffee because I needed the energy. But I stopped drinking that black coffee because it would make me pee a lot and I didn't get many breaks. And so I would be about to burst waiting for the top of the hour to go to the bathroom. And then after a while... And then the worst part is before... like. I would just have to hold it in. It, I just couldn't. You know what I mean? So I thought it made you poop. It just made you pee. It just yeah. Uh, coffee's a diuretic. I know that, but it also makes a lot of people poop. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It does. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It is. It's like a natural laxative. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're backed up, go ahead and have yourself a cup of Joe, and <laughs> it'll really release that tension in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole, I was going to ask you because I had the Michigan. People in the Midwest, especially if you live in the country, you'll know that, or actually anywhere if you live in the country, when you look up, you see all the stars in the yeah, sky, yeah. all of them, every mm-hmm. single one. It's like the per- it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really is. And I've actually contemplated getting a telescope, like one of those. Hey, you should. Wouldn't that be awesome? And yes. then we can like see like I don't know, maybe some planets or look at stars, yeah, check out the should. moon. That would be really cool. I'd like make that. that a thing. And mm-hmm. it might not be like in the movies where we have a blanket and we're just looking, and it's like one of those. Probably a little bit more work than that, but <laughs> I think it'd be really cool. But that got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Do you think, do you, okay, do you believe in aliens? Okay, what do you mean by aliens? Like Mars? Like extraterrestrial life or like other living organisms on another planet or space or... Maybe on another planet, 
but no, not on Earth. Is that what you're asking? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we, like superhero a, people. No, no, that, I didn't say does Superman live here among us? You okay, know, Clark what do you Kent. mean by aliens? Like people from a different planet coming and like what they look like with their green bodies and stuff. Well. That's like in the movies, what you're talking about, kind of. No, I know what you mean. But I mean, like, do you think there's another like advanced civilization or more advanced civilization out there doing maybe things like we're doing now? Possibly. But wouldn't we know that? Well, the thing is, what, see, when we look up, we're only seeing like nothing compared to what it is. And it's like endless. Like the space is endless. Mm-hmm. We're a planet that's in our solar system, that is in our galaxy, that is inside, uh, I don't even know how to call it, that has other galaxies, right? It's like this, mm-hmm. if, if you think of like a circle, right? Like a bubble, there's like a bunch of galaxies in that bubble. And then that bubble is in a bigger bubble that has more galaxies in like wow. separate bubbles. So, and it just keeps expanding like that. It's huge, right? It's yeah. like when you keep zooming out in the movie and things get smaller and smaller. Like, I think one of the best depictions of that, I don't know if you remember, is like Men in Black, where it was like marbles, Mm. right? And they kept going out and going out and going out, and then all, like, the galaxies were in one marble, and then when they zoomed out more, there was like a ton of marbles all over the place. That's insane. Is that, that's real? Well, yes. So, and yes, that is real. Not the marbles, obviously, but like that, how that is, that we are galaxies in galaxies, and like, as you expand out, there's like a, I mean, it's endless. So... I just, when you start thinking about that. Yeah, I don't like like to think about it. Why not? I think that's so cool. I mean, what do you think? They're going to come over here and like, no. we're going to take over. No, Earth. that makes me feel like weird about, I guess, like the afterlife and stuff, if that makes sense. Like the whole, like I believe in God and uh-huh. not that you can't believe in like science and whatever, but I just like try not to look too into, because it makes me feel really small and insignificant. <laughs> I don't really like feeling that because I already get anxiety and I like want to feel like, no, there's a purpose to being a good person. Like there's an afterlife. There's all this. Well, okay. No. And I agree with you on that, but I think there is still something to be said like that aside. Yeah. No, it's scary. How little we can be. We are little. We are very insignificant, but we want to think that we can make a difference. Well, you can though. You can. That's the thing. I mean, people have made changes all across the world one person right you know what i mean and even if you don't become that person you make changes in uh your own community or in the people that you know you know what i mean like that that doesn't change the fact that you can affect somebody else's life in a positive way or if you're a bad person in a negative way and that impacts that person and that's a huge thing for that person Right. right but i just think that it's crazy that we haven't yet found, and I guess, like, like I said, it could be somewhere way off. Like somebody else, like maybe like us, or there's like, gotta be. If you're telling me that there's that many different, exactly, that's the thing. I'm I'm gonna have to like look into this, but I don't really want to. Maybe you can just look into it and educate me. But there's gotta be if. There's all those marbles you're talking about, and we're just <laughs> well, randomly. The marble, yeah, the marbles is like uh, I know it's, it's like a it's like an example uh-huh. of what you're showing with yes. the demonstration. Like, yeah, yeah, take this marble for instance. Yeah, and then when you look in that, and you've seen marbles, yeah. they have all those designs in there. Oh, I used to play marbles exactly, yeah. and so like in that, like imagine a bunch of different galaxies in there. Yeah, you know. Okay, do you know what our galaxy is called? Thanks for putting me on the spot, but absolutely not. It's it's a candy bar. Oh, Milky Way? Yeah, the Milky Way galaxy. That's where we oh, are. Oh, okay. So what's the names of some others? Oh, I have no idea. Oh. I, I, that's, I don't okay, know. Okay, I know the planets from, like, biggest to smallest. Do you? 
the planets? Yeah. Or do you know them biggest to smallest or distance from Earth, uh, from the sun out to the furthest planet? Yeah, is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> like my very educated mother just served us nine, which pizzas would be Pluto, which is not technically my a very eager anymore. eager mother just served us nine pizzas. So so go go through those. Mercury. It's not Mars, right? It's Mercury, <laughs> Venus. My very eager. Okay, we're cutting this out. <laughs> Earth. Oh my god! Oh my god! Mars, Jupiter. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let me finish. Go ahead. All right, go, go. No, from now Earth. I can't. Do it. Come I, on. I forgot Earth. Okay, to be honest, I was like, what's there to E? You said them all. Uh, yeah. So Neptune. Er, no, my. Yeah, my very. You already said the other ones. Earth, my very eager mother, Mars, just Jupiter, serve Saturn, nine Neptune. P Pluto, which doesn't exist anymore. Apparently, well, it, it exists, but it's not categorized as a, it's too a planet. Small. I don't know what it was. It wow, was, you guys, you guys really definitely think I'm an idiot. But <laughs> <laughs> you can do. Um, I was salutatorian, so anybody can be salutatorian where I live. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that's just something that for me was like it's always really interesting, and like I'm a huge fan of Neil deGrasse Tyson. For those of you who don't know, he's a world-renowned astrophysicist. If you ever get a chance go to youtube and and listen to some of his stuff it's really really good what what's i'm so gonna far? kill you for this <laughs> <laughs> getting a little education baby no, it's good i'm just like you totally threw me for a loop and i should have like pra- i would have practiced no this, see this these are candid conversations maybe the person in the no, car didn't, didn't even know make- the acronym you know and now they yes, know yes they did no you don't know that you you one hundred percent do not know it. If if you're listening and you are a real like uh, avid listener of ours and you listen continuously and you did not know that acronym, please leave a review saying you did not honestly know that acronym and we'll read it on the show and that way I can show Nicole that she wasn't the only one and you actually knew it. That's the thing. So yeah, I just forgot Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes you forget the most obvious things. Yeah, well, that is that is very very true. So I'm like, what starts with an E? It's like <sighs> there's another acronym. Oh, I remember North, South, East, West with an acronym. You rem- you you needed an acronym to, to know which direction everything's north, going. Do you know your directions? East. Yeah, like if I know I'm north, uh-huh. if I know I'm traveling north, I have to go. Um, never eat slimy worms. So then I have to point. I do that with my left and right hand still too. I I have to like. So I'm confused. So to know which way is east and west. To know which way, not to remember those four terms. Oh, okay. Because north is straight. Uh huh. And then east would be next next to that. Uh-huh. And then south. Do you know them without saying that? Yeah, that's why I'm confused. Oh my god, I'm just, like east I'm is like to my me. right, west is to my left. How did you learn that? Always? How do you know where north is? Because how, how do you learn those? What, what do you see visually when you go to learn your directions? What's the mo- most basic way to teach somebody north, south, east, west? Across. Yeah, the compass. Yeah. Yeah. And it has the things yeah. on there. So you just look at it and say, oh, east is to the right, west is to the left. I don't know. I have to say it. And same with my right and left hand. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you are horrible when I say, what, which way do I turn up here in the, in, in the road? Like when we're coming up to mm-hmm. a road, which way do I turn? You're like, that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I have to really remember that Like stuff. just a little directionally challenged. 
Not directionally. I got us further on the Amazing Race with my directionally challenged ability. No, see, that was, yes. that's not the same. Yes. That is not the same. We're, okay. we're in a country that we don't have our phone to Doesn't tell matter. us where to go. And it's not that I didn't know which way left and right okay, was. Okay, fine, fine. But I'm just saying that if you and I were to be blindfolded. Oh, my God. If you don't turn that phone in silent mode, I'm going to I don't know why. It. I thought it's on airplane mode. Somehow text still come through. Because okay, like so, iMessage. So if you have okay. it on Wi-Fi, messages come through. So if you were to take me in Victor and blindfold us and put us through a cornfield or anywhere, okay? Uh-huh. And we had to get back from the way we came. I would be better at no, that. No, you no. Yes, I would. No, you would not. Okay, so that is you. the biggest lie. Okay, no. so apparently this morning is Life Fest Central and Nicole is hey. going in. No, I'm just saying because I somehow can feel where I've been. What time is it? It's 11:40. Is it time for a lie? Hey, stop. <laughs> Let me talk. Go ahead. So I can feel I am really bad with directions. Okay. So, but my body, my ancestors must have been very good at knowing where they walked and where they didn't walk because I can literally trace either in a car or on foot or anything. I can trace back to where I started without... But we never trace back to where we started on the race. Oh, I do that all the time in real life. But I, think I can too. I can take a route one time and know how to get there. Or, <laughs> or when we went, when we went to, when we were in uh, Laos, was it Laos? When we were in Laos and that guy was taking us to the bamboo basket thing, mm-hmm. rowing, he passed up where we were supposed to go and I told him to turn around and nobody else noticed. No, that's like good, but I'm just, I'm not talking about like directions like that. I'm saying if you put me in a place, I can get back to where I started. We should do that. I, I'm going to have somebody do that to us. Just drop us off maybe about two miles away from here, blindfolded. Actually, I don't. I gotta be. I gotta see. I can't. Uh, be <laughs> you literally just said, "Put us blindfolded in a corn maze, yeah. and I'd be able to get out." That's what you said. Well, maybe I would, because well, I'm okay. So I'm an. Uh, what kind? I'm a visual learner. I'm not an auditory learner. Uh huh. I'm a very. That's why I'm a big brother. When they would go over the speakers, I'd still kick butt in those comps. Let's be honest. I think I won like a couple. Maybe I didn't, but I did really well. The speakers. Like they'd go come and be like. The storm of Nicole and Victor coming through at 35 miles an hour. If you wrote that on a board, y'all would be doomed because (laughs) if I see it, I will not forget it. And so that kind of sucked with Big Brother, though, because we couldn't use pencils and paper. Coco Caliente is brought to you by OpenFit. Yeah. I like how that sounds. I don't know. I don't know if I should do that every time. But fall is coming, mm-hmm. and with the changing of the leaves should come a change of you. I'm right? motivated right now. And apparently, Nicole just told me that scientifically, you are more motivated now in the fall than you will be when New Year's comes. That yeah. New Year's resolution just drops off. You really don't end up doing anything, maybe for a couple of days, but you should really take advantage of now. Mm-hmm. So Open Fit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room and as little as 10 minutes a day. Yeah. So the cold weather should not be a problem. You don't have to go outside and run. You can do your workouts right here at home. You can stream it on your TV, laptop, even on your phone. While your baby's sleeping. Literally. And if you're going on vacation soon and you're worried about your hotel not having a gym, you can literally use your computer or tablet or even mm-hmm. Roku. And some places only sell classes as a package and maybe you can't make every class. Right. So you're paying more so OpenFit brings the class to you. Mm-hmm. It has changed the way I work out. And texting our code COCO to 303030, you can join us on a fitness journey personalized for you. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, 
during the 30-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text COCO. C-O-C-O. C-O-C-O to 30-30-30. You will get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Again, just text COCO to 30-30-30. Disclaimer, standard text messages and data rates may apply. Wow. But anyways, we got off a whole big We tangent. started with space and we ended up here. So anyway, what do you got for me today? Well, today, Victor, you're my guest. Okay. So welcome to Coco Caliente. You know what? I'm so, I've always wanted to be on the show. I'm yeah. so excited. I heard so many great things about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. I'm, Tell I'm, us what else you heard about it. Uh, well, going. I heard that the, <laughs> that you, you're the Coco, right? And, yeah. and you have a fiance. His name is Victor, right? Yep. And he's the caliente because he's a sexy devil. He's a Latin guy, very handsome, very charming. And you're Latin as well. I am. So we, me and him, we have something in common. And you're, and you're obviously taken. If not, I would, you know, I think snatch me up. I would try to, but Mm -hmm. I don't want your. uh, What is he? Is he your boyfriend? Fiance. Fiance. I don't want your fiance to beat me up. That'd be kind of. (laughs) I don't want to cross my boundary. He seems like a tough guy. Yeah. You know, seems like a sweetheart, but seems like a tough guy. So, no, I've heard great things. You guys, you know, I follow you guys on Instagram and, and Twitter, and, and I've, cool. I bought a mug before nice. on, on your podcast page. Very good job. Thank uh, you. And you guys always have some great conversations. So, I'm excited to see what you have in store for me today. <laughs> okay. Well, Victor, mm-hmm. we're going to start with your upbringing. People want to know about what it was like to grow up as a Latino. Oh, okay. So, Interesting enough, I was the only one in my family not born in Puerto Rico. Really? Really. It's kind of bizarre, actually. So my dad was in the Navy for 20 years. And he he and my mom, actually, they were from the same town in Puerto Rico, Hayuya. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Uh, but they never dated there, I don't think. They, they, didn't, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't date there. But they knew of each other, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. and all that. And then my dad had to go to Chicago or Waukegan or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, then my mom was going to go over there too. And then even my my grandma, my mom's mom, told her, hey, you should go with Victor over there. It's my dad's name. Yeah. Uh, you know, that way you travel. And she's like, no, no. Because there's an age gap between them, right? Like five years? Yeah, something like that. A little bit more. Yeah. So... Your mom and dad, that's kind of, that's really crazy. They grew up in a small, it was small. (laughs) What's the population of? It's tiny. So I compare it to the, uh, it's the ugly of Puerto Rico almost. Because it's in the mountains, in the middle of nowhere. It's beautiful. Jungle. Yeah, it's literally a jungle. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that's where they're from. But no, they ended up uh, getting hitched in. in, They met in Illinois. mm -hmm, And then they started dating. Like I remember... You saying something, well, okay, fine. I'm not going to be in third person anymore. But like she walked down the steps and your dad was like, ooh, you know. And so <laughs> then they kind of uh, took a couple times to like hang out and get mm-hmm. to know each other. And then, yeah. And then they had my sister. Um, and they came back to, my dad brought her back to Puerto Rico and was like, all right, you know, mom, you know, she's pregnant, you know, whatever. And, <laughs> yeah. and so he had to figure out what he was going to do because he had, he was going, he was in college, uh, he had been going to school. I don't know if 
that I'm horrible with this timeline, but basically he stopped, he didn't finish college uh, mm-hmm. and he came back to Puerto Rico and he, you know, he was pregnant and my mom and them were pregnant. And so he joined the Navy. Okay. And then he was in the Navy for a little bit and they were stationed in, uh, they were in Waukegan and mm-hmm. then they had me while he was in the Gulf War. And when did they get married? Be- uh, after she had both of you or before, uh, between, you don't know? I don't know. They've they, been married they, 30 they, years. Yeah, though. they've been married 30, 30 years now. So it's been it's been great for them. But um, anyway, so we lived everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. I always visit Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is always home. That, that's how I was considered. You know, I was raised on the food, on the music, dancing. Tell and, us a little bit about the music and food and dancing. <laughs> so one of my favorite foods uh, in Puerto Rico is called mofongo, mm-hmm. and you've had it. You've tried it. It's really yeah, good. It's, it's good. basically you you make a plant. You have plantains. You chop them up. You fry them a little bit. Which is the thing that looks like a banana in the store, yes. but it's not a banana. When all the all the gringos out there, the white people <laughs> that go to, or just somebody that doesn't know that go to the store and see that huge green banana mm-hmm. and you're like what the heck is that that's a plantain platano mm-hmm. and so you'll cut that in like i don't know maybe an inch and a half two inch whatever you'll cut those up fry them a little bit mm-hmm. and then you mash them up together and you add some oil and some garlic and it's it's really good and my favorite thing is what uh, it's that when they make into the chips, not mashed oh, up. Oh, so she likes uh, platanos. So platanos basically is that same thing. You you cut that the uh, the that plantain up in like an inch and a half uh, block, and then you fry it and you squish it. And then you fry it again, and it's like a little plantain chip. It's like a chip. It's so good. Yeah, and it has, still has a softer inside a little bit, and then mm-hmm. you can dip it in like a mayo ketchup mix or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so, uh, and then the music, my mom would always have music on in the house mm-hmm. when we were, uh, when she was dancing and cleaning, and she would kick us out of the house while she could clean. And so we'd spend our entire day outside playing. It's good times. Um, uh, but interesting, though, we, we lived all around the world. Yeah. You know, Italy for five years. We lived in Sicily and Sardinia. We, I mean, we went to Paris, uh, Leaning Tower of Pisa, the Eiffel Tower, the Louvre Museum, saw the Mona Lisa, 16th Chapel, the Coliseum. So did, when you were younger, did you were you able to appreciate this stuff? Or was it kind of like you were so young, you didn't really... Um, I guess it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. I, I appreciated it. You know, and obviously sometimes you're a kid, you get tired. Yeah, you like feel Disney like World at, I, like at six years old, you, you don't really, you take it in and it's a fun day, but you don't yeah. realize all the work it is to go. Get that all yeah. set up and together. Yeah, yeah. My parents did a really, really good job in doing all that stuff. And because there were people that are in the military that are over there and could have the same experience, mm-hmm. but they're scared to go out of that bubble. Right, because you do have a military base and you do have like a bowling alley there and they'll do events with Mm -hmm. just military people where they'll take you as a group to go do something together. But my parents were always like, we have a car. We yeah. can just drive. We'll figure it out. Like we drove. They're very adventurous. Yes. We yeah. drove from like the island of Sicily ourselves with our grandma that flew by herself from Puerto Rico, not mm-hmm. knowing any English. I don't know how she made it before <laughs> cell phones, right? Yeah. And she, and then we all hopped in the car and we drove from the island of Sicily all the way up through the boot, like to mainland into Rome. How old were you when you did that? Uh, well, by the time we left, by the time we left Italy, I had to be around 13, 12 or 13, something so like that. So how old were you when you went back to, where did you end up going? So you went to school 
And what's it like going to school in the military? So when you're overseas, they have they have DOD schools, Department of Defense schools, right? And so there's a big vetting process for the teachers, and they spend a lot of money, actually, and it's really cool. Um, but it's a private military school, right? Okay. So... They have other kids, for example, where their parents are Americans that do live in those areas mm-hmm. because they work for a company, you know, that's out there. Yeah. And if they want to attend our school, they got to go through this, you know, long security process, but they also have to pay a ton of money, right? Oh. Uh, because it's expensive, right? And, and so it was really cool because we didn't wear uniforms or anything oh, like you didn't. that. I, and, I thought you would have to. Yeah, no. And they had all types of programs. Mm-hmm. And I think I've told you this before. So for example, if you're in high school, uh, when we were in Sicily, when you're in high school and let's say you're playing basketball or football or something, oh, yep, yep. opposed to, because you don't have another mm-hmm. rival school around you, right? right? The next rival school might be in like Germany or in Rome mm-hmm. or something like that. And so you would literally, for an away game, get on a plane, mm-hmm. fly, <laughs> and go insane. play. So it's almost like college. That's this insane. Next level stuff. College, college, you stay within the United States. This but you're isn't still even flying. The, yeah, you know? this is like even more advanced yeah. than that. It's crazy. It was really crazy. And so that they had that. But also when we lived in La Madalena, mm-hmm. uh, so anybody that wants to check that out, it's a small island off the coast of Sardinia in the Mediterranean. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a, 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 a tourist destination for like the rich and famous. They don't even have a base over there anymore i don't think um but when you were there the school only went to it ended in middle school eighth grade right Mm -hmm. so for ninth grade if you were so lucky to live there you would get shipped out to a boarding school in like london or spain or something yeah and then you would live there and the military would pay and then they would pay for you to come back during the vacations to visit your family or whatever and so they treat you really well and granted it's because you're in a place mm-hmm. where you don't have any family, but your own family and your parents might be gone six months at a time. You know, my dad would leave on the ship for the Navy and it would just be me, my mom, my sister for like six months. So how did you and your sister, you guys are two years apart. Mm-hmm. Your sister's two years older than you. How did you guys get along? I feel like this would bring you closer because normally like me and my brother are two hour, two, two hours apart, <laughs> two years apart and... We had our own friends and stuff, so we would kind of like wrestle each other. But was it the same for you? Like you bicker or did you, yeah. or were you guys like best friends? So I, I guess the way it would go back and forth, right? Like you get used to moving every two years, three yeah. years. Sometimes it was a couple months and we'd be gone to a mm-hmm. new place. And so obviously in those times you'd get really close. But then once you establish yourself in that area and you start having your own friends. You become Hurt Boy. And, and you- then, yeah. And, oh, yeah. That was my nickname. Her, I'd always be on rocks or whatever, falling, hurt myself. You were hanging out with your the friends then and she would hang out with her friends <clears throat> Exactly. Then. Yeah. So, but in, in, but. As a whole, it mm-hmm. did bring us closer yeah. as a family. You know what I mean? And and there um, and that's not to say that that's not hard. Like some people don't understand that when your when your family member is in the military, like mom, dad, or whatever, everybody is has to put in work to make that happen, right? Because yeah. it's not easy. Like you've been somewhere for two or three years, you have your friends there, mm-hmm. and then it's like, all right, you know, pack everything up. It's time to go, and you're. And there's a lot of tears involved with that, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're you feel like you're in a good spot. Now you got to leave. I think you made the best of it because I think a lot of people would be. Oh my gosh, I have to move all the time and you, they'd be more like depressed about it whereas you you're just like I've seen the world, I got to experience these yeah. things. You make a positive light on it. I think that's the first time I've heard it be positive than <laughs> like oh yeah, my you know, my parents yeah. pack up and leave or my mom does this and it's just like it and can 
be it can kind of tear a family apart whereas yours it brought yours together yeah and that's and i have to give major credit to my parents because right we are in a sense a reflection of what our parents are so if my parents the entire time were in that down mood yeah then we would in a sense that's true. just adopt that mood yeah. um and it's not to say there there are a lot of families that you know, i mean you hear it all the time where the the spouse might be overseas yeah if they're not deployed in like a war area mm-hmm. but where they're overseas by themselves and the whole family's back in the states because right. they didn't want to do that because i give for example, props to my mom, you know, what, you know, not a lot of, you know, women, especially that have kids by themselves want to go to a place where they don't have their mom or their family to help take care. And then their husband Mm -hmm. leaves for six months. I remember my mom telling me she had to go to Italy and like, I think it was in Italy and like strike, basically figure out stuff on her own before my dad got there mm-hmm. or like they were separated for a little bit and she's trying to figure stuff out by herself and yeah. like, I don't know what no, to do. your mom do. is very, <laughs> she loves, like she's adventurous, mm-hmm. she's independent where me, if you were, that's something you did, I would obviously stay right here with my exactly. family and then yeah. miss you and stuff but because it's, I couldn't navigate with two kids <laughs> in a different country. I can't even navigate myself. So yeah. I, I mean, I think it just comes with who you are, Mm -hmm. the confidence and whatever. So it is cool that you had such a crazy childhood. Okay. So you're, when did you move back to the States? So the, my dad, we finished the deployment or I don't, we finished, my dad finished his orders in Italy Mm -hmm. and then we decided just, so this is how it works. It's kind of weird. Yeah. You're about to be done with whatever you have going on at that station. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, all right, you're going to have to move here soon. And they give them like essentially a paper of all the places that you can go to. Mm. Right. And depending on what place you're going to go was the job that you're going to do there. Okay. So my dad didn't want to do any more uh, essentially work on the ship. So he didn't want to be gone for six months at a time. Yeah. He wanted like land duty essentially. Yeah. So there was limited options for that. I think one of them was in Japan or something and, oh, and, wow. and we couldn't go for some reason. And then so so last minute, he had to randomly pick one, and he picked New Orleans. Okay. And we didn't, I had no idea what New Orleans was, <laughs> yeah. where Louisiana, I, okay, like we're moving there. Right. All right. Well, you don't have a house, you know, right. so when we get there, we in a hotel. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we're in a, in a hotel for several months. Just, or I think it was a couple months or something. We're wow. living at a hotel, maybe a month. I'm not sure until you find a house, yeah. you know, and then that's when we moved to Louisiana. And to slide out to the house? No, right we, oh, okay. we moved in, into Gretchen. No, Louisiana. So it's like on the other side of the uh, of the bridge over there, uh, not in downtown New Orleans, but further south. Mm-hmm. And we were there for a little bit, but the schools over there were not good. No, uh, our house got broken into. Mm. My sister was getting in fights all the time at oh, school. Oh, that's when where she okay. Yeah, it, it was bad. And, and like my school, like kids were getting arrested like for wow. drugs in like middle school, and it was just one of the like worst public school systems uh, in the nation. And so what happened is like we come from this crazy good private school and we've been in private schools our whole life and that's the first time us being integrated into the public school system Mm -hmm. and it's like oh my gosh so i think we only lived in uh in that area for like a year and then we moved to slidell okay so we moved to slidell in 2005 do you remember what else happened in 2005 no hurricane katrina largest one of the you know largest most devastating hurricanes in history and we had literally just like finished all unpacking all our boxes 
and I had just started school, ninth grade, you know, freshman mm-hmm. in high school. And I remember the news. It was like, uh, no, you don't have to worry. The storm's not coming this way. And then we were contemplating evacuating or not. Yeah. My grandma was there on vacation, just so happened. And so they were like, all right, well, we have to go, right? There was an evacuation. It was mandatory. And we left one of our cars, my dad's new car. He had just got it in Germany, like a BMW, yeah. fresh from the lot. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to leave it. And we went to Texas. Storm hit. Got four feet of water in the house. Everything's destroyed. People can't go back. So then instead of going back to Louisiana, me and my sister, we went with my grandma to Puerto Rico. And that's where I did uh, my first year. Over there, it's not high school yet. I did my last year of technically middle school in Puerto Rico, which is ninth grade, which is pretty crazy. Victor loves when I wear my Betta brand pants because... yoga pant dress pants. Yeah. (laughs) I love them. Because they look very like... What do they look like, Vic? They look professional. They look like normal pants. Mm -hmm. They honestly look like... But they look fitted. They look like fitted like... Because I got skinny. Because you can get bootleg, straight leg, skinny, crop. Oh, there's okay. more. Yep. So that's what I got. But they look super professional, but mm-hmm. they make my butt look pretty good because they're like decently tight, right? They're supposed to be like, literally, they're supposed to be like your work pants that like fit like yoga pants, like super comfortable, Yeah, right? so they are super comfortable, very comfortable. It feels like you're wearing like yoga pants for sure. They come in standard colors like black, navy, gray, khaki. They have different limited editions that I got. I get pattern ones because that's how I am. Oh, that's cool. They now have, yeah, there's some with like the fake pockets, which I can't oh, see. Oh, faux. Faux pockets. Yeah. But now they have real pockets. Yes, eight oh. different pockets with the deep invisible zipper. And so you can leave your purse at home and just carry the stuff in your pockets if that's something that you do. Oh, that's cool. So they feel comfortable. There is a huge selection. So it is kind of hard to choose which one you want. But, I mean, just get more than one if you want. Try them out. And then I love them so much better than any other dress pants that's cutting into my guts. And they stretch with my body. And I definitely receive compliments on them because Vic compliments me a lot. <laughs> and, yeah, so if you are interested in trying Betta Brand's dress pant yoga pants, visit bettabrand.com slash coco, all lowercase, to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's bettabrand.com, B-E-T-A, B-R-A-N-D dot com slash Coco, C-O-C-O, all lowercase, to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. So you growing up, um, did you know Spanish and English your whole life? Um, yeah, so Spanish was my first language. Um, okay. at, at home, that's all my, my, my mom really okay. spoke and my dad and, and, and my mom learned English throughout the years. Okay. Right. Um, and then, so my sister, she started school and so she was learning English and she knew English before I did, right. Okay. Two years older yeah. and her friends would come over and try to talk and I didn't know. So I just start blabbing whatever, Spanish? yeah, or, you know, whatever I thought was English at the time that was a hundred percent not English. <laughs> oh, so what we do is Spanish, like, cause we can't speak. Get people yes. do with English, like the babble. hundred percent. When you guys babble in Spanish and like thinks it's funny, like we do that in and like with yes, exactly. So okay. I was doing that, and uh, and then I started going to school and I started learning English, mm-hmm. and now I'm more I'm fluent in both and I can read and write both, but English is by far my better of the two, just because I went to school all those years and all that time learning English. Yeah. Um, but when I went to Puerto Rico for ninth grade. 
and then everything flips. Right. Everything is in Spanish. All now. education, all technical terms. You, you think your Spanish class is like going to be like gato, pero. No, <laughs> it's like essay, literature, Spanish. But this helped you, I feel like, in the long run. Yes, it did in a, in a weird way. So I finished that. I came back to Louisiana. Uh, I finished up my schooling, right? And then my first year of college, mm-hmm. I went to the University of Puerto Rico. It just kind of happenstance that it happened that way. And so, yeah, doing that back in ninth Mm -hmm. grade really, really helped out. It was still hard, though, because now it's not middle school or high school, whatever. It's college-level classes in Spanish. So did you take Spanish class when you were... (laughs) 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 Did you take Spanish class in college and high school and stuff? Uh, So, (laughs) yes. In high school, that's kind of funny that you bring that up. So in high school, I took Spanish and... (laughs) Just for the shits and gigs of it or what? Yeah, just... Just to get the easy credits, <laughs> but I was I was so far advanced that I didn't take any of the normal like mm-hmm. it wasn't Spanish one two three no it was oh, like oh you got to advance right away so I actually in the classroom right I was in a classroom so my Spanish class I had all seniors in my class taking their whatever level Spanish mm-hmm. and then I sat in a back corner side with one other student Mm -hmm. and i was doing by myself ap level Oh, okay so they didn't let you get away with the easy no i feel like if you went to ugly they would because there's no there's no higher advance (laughs) you take one and two and you would have just been coming in like you could have slept the whole class took the exam exactly (laughs) and it was kind of it was funny though because i didn't have a teacher teaching me right so i was in that classroom she was teaching all the seniors yeah and i was like a freshman just in the back corner and with a a book and it's, were you the only one there's one other person you said it was me and this other girl and uh-huh. she was a senior oh, okay. and and she was so due- no one else was spoke like fluent Spanish? well my sister but she was in another class or did they like take french or something because they weren't sure <laughs> yeah. so, like- i don't know i was just but it was it was kind of crazy because i all i had was a paper that told me what assignments were due on what dates oh, so okay. i would literally just sit in class and distract all the other students yeah because i was i mean i'm a freshman i'm i feel cool because i'm the only one doing this i'm the only freshman doing yeah. that and i don't really have a teacher and a teacher i was like, victor victor but you were you were very smart in high school. You yes. were you were actually very nerdy from what I've heard. Yeah, I, I was in all honors classes. Which actually, is a good thing. In hindsight, if I would have taken all the other classes, I would have got a four but I think I graduated with like a three point eight, something mm-hmm. like that with the honors classes. Um and what sports did you do in high school? Uh in high school I did cross country for like two years. That was a mistake. <laughs> I hate cross country. Uh I did <laughs> I uh Because played... you were very tall and lean. Like you I was were very... very skinny. Yes, yeah. I was very very skinny, no muscles. A twig. So you would have been. You looked like a perfect cross country uh, yeah. athlete. Uh, and then I played soccer, okay. and that was my main sport. And then I played football, but I was a kicker. Yeah. Um. So and they didn't let me do any other positions because they didn't want me to get hurt. Because you were a good kicker. Because I was a good kicker. Uh. But mm-hmm. it kind of sucked because when the football season we were actually really good, and we wouldn't be in the playoffs, and then soccer season would start, and that overlap, mm-hmm. I wasn't able to play like the first couple games for soccer. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was, I, I enjoyed that. And then I, I continued playing, uh, soccer in college and then okay. I ran track in college. 
So getting in shape is not just about the losing weight, but it's about learning those healthier habits and feeling better about yourself, whether that's having more stamina to keep up with your busy life, finally getting into those jeans that you had in the back of the closet that Mm -hmm. you haven't been able to wear in a long time, being more in tune with your body's needs, or just practicing more self-care. So to help with that is Noom. So basically, Noom is it has has a community of members and it has a goal specialist to help you change that relationship that you have have with food and get those workouts that you need. Because like I said, it's not just about losing the weight. That's part of it. But majority of it is making those healthy choices, right? And to do that, you need somebody to help you get there. So it's there. not just exercise. It's not just food. It's everything, like your thoughts, your exactly. mental health, everything like that. So Noom is a habit-changing solution that helps the users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. Mm-hmm. It's literally based on psychology, and they teach you why you do the things you do, and it arms you with the tools to break the bad habits. Habits. And so no food is good, bad, or off limit. It just teaches you moderation. Mm-hmm. And it can be used in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets if you want to. So it's really good. And you're human. You know, we all go off track. So there's no shaming. It's just tips to help you get back on track tomorrow. Yeah. So it's really, really cool. So you don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. So sign up for your trial today at Noom. N-O-O-M dot com slash Coco. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com slash Coco. Start your trial today. That's Noom.com slash Coco, the last weight loss program you'll need. And you went to Puerto Rico for a year for college? Yes. I went to the University of Puerto Rico uh, my first year. uh, And just a little perspective, I was 18 years old right when I graduated. The drinking age and gambling and all that in, in Puerto Rico is 18, so you have that freedom. That is so bizarre to me because it's part of the United States and they have their own laws. Why do they yeah. have their own laws again? I think you explained They it don't to me. have their own laws per se, but there's a there's a portion of like federal funding that I think they oh, don't get okay. because their drinking age is 18. It just seems like a lot for a kid to go to college and be able to drink at the same time. Yeah. Legally. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, people do it all the time with fake IDs and stuff stuff over here but over there they just it's not illegal um (laughs) so and actually for me i wasn't i just wanted to play soccer yeah so all i did was play soccer and go out and have a good time with my buddies Mm -hmm. and my grades slipped dramatically and on top of that the school the it's like any place that that that's a state funded school it's a public school mm-hmm. um but over there in puerto rico they were having a lot of problems with their budgets and like money being taken and all that stuff from you know, taken away from the university and they're trying to cut classes and professors and so there was several strikes at the school and so the school would close oh, wow. for like a week or mm-hmm. two weeks or whatever and after a while i was like all right my grades aren't good the school keeps getting closed i'm never going to finish anything here mm-hmm. and then so i left and i went to the university of new orleans um, and that's where I finished out my education. And you got chose to do a finance degree. Yes, I started. I started my uh, my college career in like English, and then it changed to like history, and then it changed to like marketing. And one. So does it? Okay, go ahead. Continue. Yeah, and then one day I uh, I when I was in. I think I was like a marketing major or something like that mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, and I took one finance class, intro to finance. And I was like, oh, I, I get this. And it's yeah. really interesting. I can do this. The theory behind it. it sounds. And so I changed to finance and, and I finished out. So do you do a minor at all with a finance degree or um, can you not? You can, but I was already 
so far down the line. I think by the time I, I decided what major, I was like my first semester of my junior year. So you graduated in five years, though, correct? Yes. With a year in Puerto Rico? Yes. Okay. So so you were, you graduated normal. Yeah. And so the, what happened was a lot of my tr- uh, credits didn't transfer mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. And then so what I ended up doing is I took, it would have been probably longer, but yeah. I took summer classes every year. Oh, that's good. To catch up. Uh, and what did you do for jobs to well, throughout this, a bunch of different jobs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so interestingly enough, uh, for a time, so my parents were really good about if you get really good grades and stuff, we'll, we'll basically you give you money mm-hmm. so you can focus on your grades. And when I when I got there, I was doing good. I ended up on the dean's list several times. Mm-hmm. Like after, it took me a little bit, right? But I, once I got in, and I was in it. Um, but during the breaks. Um, I would do, I was a movie extra. Oh, yes, a movie extra. (laughs) So I would do, and so it started as like, if anybody's ever done it, you're basically like cattle herded, right? We need people to stand in the background doing this. All right, now everybody comes to the Do they tell you what to wear or is it? Yeah, they'll tell you what to wear, bring this clothes and bring options. And so we could see and tell you what to wear. Mm -hmm. And then I did that enough to where I was bumped up to like, uh, a stand-in. Yeah. So the stand-in, what you do, opposed to just being in the background at the cafe, right? Yeah. Let's say the scene is the cafe. Yeah. And this is the this is the table that the actors are going to sit at. Mm-hmm. So Victor, you are around the same height with the same hair color mm-hmm. as the actor. So we're going to have you sit where he's going to sit, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're going to set up the lights and cameras perfect for him yeah and then what and maybe have you read some lines and do the movements so we know how the scene's going to play out yeah and then we're going to substitute you out when we're ready to go and put the actor in so do you get paid more for this you position? get yes so you get paid more you're no longer with the extras they're in a separate place oh. right you get the you get the better food and you get treated better you know and if i remember correctly you got to meet miley cyrus and put your number in her phone <laughs> 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 you told me this before we ever dated. Yeah, once, so you get to get close to the stars. Yeah, yeah, I met. <laughs> yes, I've met. I've met several of, of them during that time, uh, and yeah, it was really cool, and it paid good money. And for mm-hmm. some, at, at that time, it's not like. I, I, w- I was raising a family or anything. It was just extra money for me and it was a good opportunity to do that stuff. And then I would also do like photo double stuff. Okay. So that's where, you know how they Which have- Which is what? So, you know, when they do scenes in a car where the car is like driving away yeah. and so it's further away. So you can't oh, really tell who the it, person in the car is, okay. but it's still, so yeah. I would do that. I'd oh, be like okay. in the car, look just like that person. I remember one time I was like a biker gang guy. Mm. And so they gave me like long hair and tattoos and I had to be like on a motorcycle. Wow and everything that's cool so for yeah so it, it was that it's really really cool stuff um that if, never made you want to pursue that career because i feel like that's something that you're good at doing yeah i did but realistically speaking and this is not to shoot anybody down that has dreams of becoming an actor but the market's so saturated you would really have to sacrifice to try to get to that point. You I know think I mean? a lot of people start their kids very young, mm-hmm. like um, Selena Gomez and all them on the Disney channel. That's yeah. the way to go, I feel, because then you got a career. But starting at, say, the age of 23, yeah. it, you know, could be a little more difficult, not saying that you couldn't become Exactly. And great, people do it all the yeah. time. Well, And the thing is, what you're trying to get, you're trying to get that one role that that makes you like... Uh, a featured extra yeah. or, you know, you maybe have some lines mm-hmm. and then, but you have to do, you have to get enough hours as an extra to be, get your SAG card. So Screen Actors Guild. So all the major actors are part of the Screen Actors Guild union. And so when you and me just 
happened to do The Bold and the Beautiful after yeah. we did Big Brother, yeah. we got our SAG. Like, yeah, if, you were telling me this. I'm like, I don't even know so what if that you, is. <laughs> yeah, so because you were featured and you were credited on that show, you now have the opportunity, if you wanted to, to sign up for the Screen Actors Guild and become a union member. Oh, so now I can change my uh, bio on my Instagram <laughs> to actress. Good to know, good to yeah, know. Yeah, and but the sad thing is people work years years to be able to get into that position and just by chance that we were on a reality show and then they asked us to do that oh don't worry i'm not taking their jobs yeah <laughs> i'd be fired yeah, neither am i like yeah. I, I, but it's just it's just yeah, ironic that how that crazy. works that's insane i didn't realize yeah you don't my, think about that my buddy for example he's trying to be an actor i think he finally got his sag card but he had worked for years before mm-hmm. i even oh that's that the buddy mind. that i meant that, yeah, uh, jose eduardo well, yeah i really like him yeah he's on a bunch of different netflix things you can yeah, find him or whatever he was, I, I saw a clip they showed me, and I was like, "Wow, this yeah. is really legit." Yeah, he's a he's a quota. He's a working actor, and he's still trying to get gigs and stuff. But before, like, I had got my SAG card, and I wasn't even doing anything. And he was hardcore working, going to auditions yeah. all the time, all that stuff. Well, his is more a lifelong career, where yours is just like a fluke. Exactly. So just kind of happened. His, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, so that's what I did for extra money, and then I became a. Uh, I became a mattress salesman for a while. I was selling mattresses. I can tell you all the ins and outs of a good mattress, a bad mattress, around what price, mm-hmm. uh, and do deliveries and whatnot. And, and then I got a uh, internship uh, with the Department of Energy Strategic Petroleum Reserve as a budget analyst. You do a lot of random things. <laughs> this is why you're intelligent. Yes, yeah, so I did that for... That was my... And that would kind of just... Mm-hmm. Happen on a whim. I mean, I, I they had our our business department. They were, you know, they said, "Hey, you should, you know, you're in your senior year. Mm-hmm. You're about to finish up. You're about to start your last semester. You know, maybe you should do an internship." And I was like, "All right." So, you know, I just applied on a whim to a couple, and I did not think I was going to get it. There was far more people that were more, I guess. Uh, I can't even qualified for that mm-hmm. position. I just kind of got it and I ran with it. And so it looked really good on the resume. So I was happy. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And, and then, then you gra- and then you graduated. I graduated. I start working at Enterprise Car Rental, mm-hmm. which I love Enterprise Car Rental as a person renting cars because they go above and beyond customer yeah. service. They have good vehicles, all that stuff. Hated working there just because it is hard work yeah. uh, and you're just constantly busy. And I was working in front of like a, a repair shop. Oh, so okay. people weren't coming in because they're on vacation and they needed a car rental, right? Mm-hmm. And they would get the insurance. Oh, it's because their car's in the shop. Their car's in the shop. So they come over here. They're already not in a good mood. And then you're like, all right, well, would you like to get insurance on the vehicle? And they're like, my insurance is paying for this vehicle. And I'm like, okay, I understand that. But if you do wreck this vehicle, you yeah. still have to pay your deductible which you're already paying your deductible across the street. So you can either pay Two I don't times, know, whatever yeah. it is per day for the insurance or if something happens, you're going to pay another $500 uh, to get this car fixed plus other stuff that your insurance doesn't cover like we can't use this vehicle to rent it out. Mm-hmm. So all that money that we can't earn is something else that they could charge you. Um, so I did that for a while. And then I moved to California. Mm-hmm. I was a credit manager for a little bit, managed a, a, a portfolio mm-hmm. uh, of assets for a plumbing 
supplies company. Um, and then I moved back to Louisiana because I hated that job. And I, <laughs> and I worked at uh, LA Fitness as the operations manager. I worked my way up to that. Which is that your favorite job? That was my favorite job. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I mean, I was in the gym, yeah. working out all the time. I was at the gym all the time. Mm-hmm. I knew everything about everything for that gym. And then that's when I stumbled on Big Brother. And then that took you in a whole whirlwind. And now you're even, <laughs> now you're living in the Midwest and the little village of 800 people so i've lived i swear i've lived like nine different lives uh in the course of my what 28 years now yeah um but it's been it's been i have stories and it's awesome and i tell you these stories all the time Mm -hmm. depending on what you know what the circumstances are depending on what documentary we're watching yeah (laughs) something um but no it's been great and now i found the love of my life uh we're gonna get married next year i'm so happy that we can start having babies and Mm -hmm. the story continues you know yeah that's what i was gonna go into what are your future goals um Um, so my main goal right now is one to continue having the job that i have Mm -hmm. right and and be able to provide for our family but more importantly than that that's just able to set up what i really want which is you know once we get married to start having a family Mm -hmm. right have kids uh raise our kids well expose them to a lot of things in the world Mm -hmm. travel right um and nothing i just want to have a a a nice beautiful healthy family and 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 where do you think you would want to live I, I want to live here. I do want to live here. I do. I I enjoy this house. Uh, we can stay here for you know several Couple more years. Several. We can stay several more years. I don't years. think we can fit kids here. We can. We have <laughs> a room right there. We have another room right here. We we can figure it out. But uh, eventually, and I told you, uh, I had a dream the other day. I was negotiating with a guy about buying a horse. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, what other horses do you have? <laughs> How old is this one? You know, what's he like? Yeah. Um, so I do want to have a, a, I want to have a farmhouse and I don't necessarily want to crop or, you no, know. No, garden though, maybe. Yeah, but yeah. like I don't want to have a quote unquote working farm that right. we need to like make money to keep the farm oh, type yeah, of deal. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, that's not what I want. I do like maybe we can have a cow and a sheep and a couple horses, you yeah. know, but it's just like go mm-hmm. out and tend to them and make sure they're okay and just be happy and peaceful. Yeah. Um, if we want milk, yeah, we can buy some or we can just milk the cow. I mean, you know what I mean? Like yeah, stuff like that. I don't like know that. how that will work because, yeah, our cow will be taken very good care That's of. That's what I mean. It'll be and, a happy cow, happy milk. But if it's, I'm not going to like milk it every day because that's like no. milking a woman every day of their no. life. No, well, that's, but I get that's what not what I mean. Like, I, think, I think if they, I have to research, but if they have like a baby or something, then the milk is produced anyways. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works. I'm just saying, like, if we're like, huh, let's have some fresh milk today. Hey, you know, I'm yeah. get some milk from you today, you know. Yeah, and like eggs from our chickens. Yeah, very yeah. free range, happy-go-lucky, happy farm, you know. That, yeah. That's what I want. That's Go our... ride the horse on the trail or something. Like, I would really enjoy that. So that that's that's what I picture for our future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just be able to travel when we want to travel, you know, and, and, and just experience a bunch of stuff. I definitely want to take you overseas. The Amazing Race was one thing but to be able to do it on our own on our own time mm-hmm. it's a whole different thing so that's that's what i see for us 
Well, I think that we got a pretty good feel on your background and your future and what you're doing now. So, I mean, we could literally, we're already 49, eight minutes in. Oh, I could, I could, I, know, I could so. dive into different, <laughs> I went surface area for you I know. just so I can kind of skid through everything it and was really kind of touch I on mean, everything. I still have a lot more that I could go through, but I think I'm going to start going through our regular segments if that's okay <laughs> with you, because you can always come back on the show anytime you want. Of course, of course. And a big well, shout wait, out. there is a a couple questions that people had before, but big shout out to... Yeah, just my mom and dad, yeah. you know, Victor and Gretchen and, and my sister, Ashley M. You know, I love you guys so much. And and, and your grandma. My grandma. She listens sometimes. Abuela and, Gude, si estás escuchando esta hora, te quiero mucho, bendición. Uh, and, and yeah, I, I just, without them, obviously I wouldn't be me and, and they've supported me uh, with everything that I've done as mm -hmm. crazy as it's been and the highs and lows through everything, you know, they're yeah. always there. So yeah, I really appreciate them. So, okay, I forgot to go into this a little bit okay, that people had. It was how was your how was it when your family met me? Like what was the whole oh. <laughs> They were excited. They were really they really liked you on the show. Um and that's kind of funny because we have a different perception of not perception. We have a different experience about how our parents meet us cuz same with your family. Yeah. Your family really liked me on the show. Right. And they were really it was excited an easy to meet transition. me. transition. Exactly. I don't have to, they, I have to get to know them. They mm -hmm. don't necessarily have to get to know me as That's much true. in a sense because they already know me, right? Yeah. Uh, so kind of the same thing with you. They really liked you on the show. They thought you were really sweet. Mm -hmm. And they, they, I would talk to my mom about you. And I think my mom said, like, he really likes her. Yeah, like, your while mom we told me, like, I could tell you like loved you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. So, and then I would talk about you all the time when we were, especially when we started texting and then we mm -hmm. started dating and she was all happy. And, and now, you know, now she's far beyond, she loves you, right? You, you know, you're, your family and, and she couldn't be happier for us because she knows I'm happy. Yeah. She, she, she told me it would be a problem if I knew you weren't happy yeah. and you were over there, yeah. you know, but right now she knows I'm in good hands. She doesn't have to worry about me. And, yeah. and so she's happy that we're happy. So they embrace you. My, my family in Puerto Rico is dying to meet you. Mm -hmm. My grandma, every time I talk to her, she's like, give, give Nicole a kiss for me. Give her a hug. Well, she said in Spanish, you know, yeah. and then my aunts and my cousins are like, oh my gosh, she's going to be overwhelmed with the love when she mm -hmm. gets over here we're so excited to meet her so yeah no, that's excited exciting your you family is i feel very at home with your family oh, very yeah. loving and yeah well you're already you know the, the, my niece has already called you titi you yeah, know? I love them little He's craps. Like, Titi, hey. Yeah, I you love know? them so much. They 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 really they and you know I was telling somebody that the other day that we we're in a time um in our, I guess, generation where it's not the same. People don't, nephews, nieces and nephews don't necessarily grow up their whole life with that uncle or that aunt that's mm -hmm. married into the family. Right. So it's hard for them to grasp the concept that, oh yeah, that's my aunt, right? Yeah. yeah. Actually my aunt, like my yeah. blood aunt. And so I think my nieces were young enough and so they'll grow up their whole life seeing you as their aunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like, oh, that's my aunt's husband. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Or that's my uncle's wife. wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's cool. No, it is. I definitely feel like I'm their actual aunt. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I feel like we're moving a little bit away from that, especially and then people get divorced and stuff and that yeah. makes things complicated. Like mm -hmm. you can't really, you can, but it doesn't really feel right being like 12 years old and like having a new aunt. Well, I like <laughs> became up so obsessed with 
with them. They didn't have a choice. Uh-huh. Like, I was just like, I love you guys. And yeah. I, like, hang out with them so much. Yeah. And, um, well, you bought Victoria her first uh, set of heels. Which I think she probably grew out of already. <laughs> Size six. That's she what I did. Wear. <laughs> well, it was funny because uh, she... Victoria, she grabbed these heels, right? And I, how old was she? She was, shoot, she was. 12? I don't know, 11? God, Ashley's going to kill us. She's not even 12 right now, is oh, she? Oh, is she not? Man, I'm, I'm thinking so of, bad. I'm thinking of Isabel, I guess. Oh, no, not Isabel. She's not younger Isabel. than Isabel. So she's I had to only be like nine or ten. She had to be 10. Anyway, so she grabs these set of heels and she yeah. asked Nicole, can I have these? And she was like, uh, I don't want her to have these. Just ask your uncle, hoping that I would say no, right? Well, because I didn't want Ashley to be mad at me. Like, you they can't were have like, heels yet. You're too young. They're they like woman like, heels. They were like really high stiletto heels. Yeah. And then <laughs> so she comes over to me and I can't say no. She's like, Theo, can I have these? And I was like, yeah, go ahead. And Nicole looks at me like, your sister's going to hate us. And But no, sure enough, she got home. My sister didn't care. And and she was wearing those heels. Like she looked like a baby giraffe (laughs) walking in those heels. (laughs) And, uh, and no, so it's funny. And so she'll forever have that memory that, you know, Nicole bought her, her first set of heels. Yeah. I would have totally said yes. If I knew like her mom would be okay with it. But at the same time, I was like, well, maybe her mom wants this moment or maybe like (laughs) she's waiting for her to turn a little older. <laughs> but then once Victor said yes, I was like, "All right, we're doing it then." Yeah, that was <laughs> and a then fun all day. three other kids wanted uh, shoes. So it, we guess, were, this thing, was on Black Friday. The thing was, we were only gonna buy because we had bought all the other gifts uh, for the kids at five and below. We let them pick. I don't know yeah. how many dollars worth of gifts, like twenty dollars yeah. each. Like get no, whatever we got you them can. Five things each. Yeah, so, so twenty dollars each at five and below or more. That's twenty five, but yeah. well. Not everything's five dollars. Oh, yeah. Some okay. things are like three dollars, two dollars, you know. Okay, yeah. We, we we had like a budget for them, like twenty bucks each, and so they got a good amount of stuff, each of them. And for Victoria, because she was the oldest, we're like, What do you want? Shoes? All right, we'll get you shoes. So you went to Nordstrom Racks. So we went to Nordstrom's and she got hers and then all the kids by the time we left had shoes in their hands and we're like, uh, okay. And we're like, Liam, no, <laughs> and he's like on the floor. He crying, like, he's... I want these shoes. And I'm like, Oh my god, okay, come on, so we'll get you the shoes. All the kids got shoes. <laughs> there was no way to no way around it. On Black Friday. On Black Friday, <laughs> yeah. All right, what's oh, the next question so on there? That was a, that was a fun I like. Day. Lo- oh, I miss them so much. Okay, oh. so I'm going to do some. Let's see. We'll go into some questions. So it's been rumored that you want a sleeve tattoo. A tattoo sleeve? Is this something? How do you say that? Uh, yeah, yeah. A sleeve of a tattoo or a, a tattoo? tattoo sleeve. Okay. Yeah. Is that or something? A, I want to get a sleeve tattoo. Okay, a sleeve tattoo. Is that something you're still thinking about? Or yes, uh, yes, it is. Um, I'm contemplating. Well, I need to get a good artist one to to yeah. get a good you know. How piece. do people? Do you just start from the top and then you work your way down, or is this? It's something- whatever you want. You can start anywhere you want to start. I mean, I guess. Ideally, you start at one of the ends and ideally, work your way up Ideally, you get it all down. done in like one day, but... Uh, that is not ideal. That's... That, that, you know how many hours that would be? Yeah, I know, but I think it would be cool. lose a ton of blood. But I think it would be just cool to just like have it instead of like... Do okay, it in parts. Go back for like three years, and then well, I it's like super expensive too. Yeah, you know, that's it's true. not cheap. Is um, it going to be black or is it going to be like colored? No, nah, I think it'll be black. I can add color later, but just you know, black and gray or whatever it is, black and white or not white tan. I'm tan, so yeah, sleeve tattoo in the works. Um, that that's still a thing. Okay. Um, do you think? What do you think, honestly, about Nicole's dancing? <laughs> <laughs> Be honest. I, I I am. I will be. I think you you are a good dancer. 
You are a good dancer. And I love when you do your goofy little dances at home that nobody ever gets to see. It's like a private little thing that we have. But I'm a... I I know dances like yeah. different like dances mm-hmm. and you're good at keeping up with my dance moves. So, you think she has rhythm? Yeah, you definitely have rhythm. Mm-hmm. Don't speak in third person. It's well, you, Nicole. I know, but sometimes we're speaking in third person. These questions are third person. Okay, so yes, Nicole does have rhythm. She can move to the beat and she can keep up with my dance moves too, which can sometimes be difficult, especially if you don't know how to Latin dance. So you do a good job. Okay. That's a better answer than I thought you'd have. <laughs> um, who won in Mel- Monopoly Deal? You or Nicole the last two times you've played. Hashtag, you've only played two this week. So Is that a, a listener question? No, none of these are listener questions. This is what I've heard. I am a... That's what you've heard? This is stuff that I have heard. So I'm getting it out there. Okay, so the last two times I played Monopoly Deal, uh, Nicole won the first one. And then the second one, I technically won because I just didn't notice the card that I had in my hand. I had that I was able to win. So you could have won, but you didn't win. So you think that you did win? So I, ba- I basically won, but I let Nicole think that she won. And, and so I guess... So technically she won both well, games. We'll, you know, so, we'll just okay, leave next it at question. that. Yeah. What, uh, <laughs> what we've... We saw you, you know, out on the street saying that Nicole got you hooked on some stupid show this weekend. What was it? And what are your thoughts about that? Oh, Bring the Funny. Yeah. So Nicole has been watching Bring the Funny. Uh, Every weekend that I come home, she has it on. I don't know. I honestly, I still don't understand the show in terms of like why they would do that show. Uh, But I guess, you know, you win a quarter million dollars. But... It last night was finally, I had seen it enough times to finally be like, all right, I want to see what happens. I want to see who wins. So you um, got hooked essentially. Well, no, I didn't get hooked. I don't say I'd get, because if I got hooked, I'd go and watch all the other episodes. You brought, you got me. Intrigued. Okay. You got me hooked at the end just to see okay. the ending. Yeah. Okay. But, Which I fell asleep last night. Did you see who won? No, I knocked okay. out. I had no okay, idea, good. recollection of who won. Okay, so I'm going to have to finish that. <laughs> All right. Well, those questions were great. We just wanted to get, you know, we heard rumors of, out there about you, and we just wanted to clarify those couple things. <laughs> um, okay, now it's time for the Midwestern word of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so this term is used in the Midwest. Midwestern word. So how, how do I play this game? So I'm going to say a word. And you have to tell me what it means because it is something that the Midwesterners use on a daily basis. And I'm sure you're going to know this one. I gave you a very easy one. This is like me, you saying uno in Spanish for me. Here we go. And my family does use this. Brewski. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a Midwestern word? Brewski? Yes, it is. A beer. Yes, (laughs) it is. It's a Midwestern term. And I looked up on Google to verify so brewski for anybody that because I think people use that without knowing that it's like a Midwestern term. Oh really? So yeah. oh people use that in Louisiana too. A brewski, yeah. Pass me a brewski. And ski like that that Ski's Polish Midwestern. ending to a name, you know. Dang it, see, so it was like uno to you. But hey, yeah. I'm starting off lightly here. I don't want to intimidate you. Is this going to be a normal thing? The Midwestern word of the day. Whenever I interview you. Okay. Okay, and then also the weird versus normal segment. Weird or normal. Weird or normal segment. Go ahead. Um, is it weird or normal to... Actually, no. Which one? It's just which one do you prefer? Okay. Hot cider or cold cider? 
apple cider. It's fall. It's time people are going to start drinking cider. I feel like there's a very clear answer here. So, okay. Most of my liquids that I like to drink are at room temperature, right? Like, yeah. Because it, it's mostly water. Mm-hmm. But when I'm drinking a juice, I enjoy cold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, like, I would enjoy my cider cold. Yeah, I, I do as well. So this is the first time we really agree Oh, on that. you do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and the thing is, when I think cider, I think, like, a cider beer, you oh. know? And so... I, I don't think I could ever in really, truly enjoy a warm cider. Like, Have I've, you tried warm cider? No. I have. I just, I prefer cold things, but even like cold leftovers, but... Uh. That's just weird. <laughs> that is weird. Okay, maybe weird that Weird or one. normal. <laughs> Who eats their leftovers cold? I do. That's weird. I hate it. I don't... I don't, it ruins the, like, I can't even enjoy my food because I feel like I have to eat it fast because it's cold and it's just like, just to fill my stomach. It's not even like, oh, let me sit and enjoy this nice, warm or steamy meal because it's amazing. And a lot of times leftover food tastes better heated up the next day. No, it tastes better. Like food tastes better heated up the next day. And so you're cold thing that like nicole will literally she'll stand in the fridge she'll open up a plastic uh container and we'll start eating like let's say like mac and cheese or something cold and i'm like yeah. uh, i don't know about that yeah yeah yeah. i like cold leftovers yeah it's weird i guess well you eat your leftover soup cold yes really yeah that sounds nasty oh man i don't know cold stuff technically cold things have more taste Mm, uh uh-huh because cancer patients eat things cold to help with like so you can taste them better so maybe that's why it just has more flavor yeah i don't know about that i don't know it's just warm do you eat your leftovers cold or warm and do you drink your cider hot or cold let us know okay so i guess you're gonna wrap up our show today i heard (laughs) (laughs) you've really heard a lot of stuff man okay um well the last thing that we'll do because we love you guys and we appreciate everything you guys do for us um and we really hope that you enjoyed this episode this was i actually i didn't know what to expect today uh nicole really did a good job setting this up uh, so i really felt like a guest on the show today um did you feel like a guest i felt i felt like a guest and it only took five minutes to prepare because you're an easy guest to have (laughs) (laughs) i talk way too much no you're great um but yeah so we really appreciate you guys we love you guys and we like to read our reviews uh that you leave us just as a little token of our appreciation to you so nicole i'll let you go first because i have a feeling we picked the same one so i will since you're the guest today i will pick a different one i just read a good one what did you did did you originally pick it's the simple things yes no way i swear to god by sarah hag sarah hag <laughs> we were fighting over yours sarah i knew no i just knew because you found it so fast and i found <laughs> one so fast that i was like i bet it's the same one so i'll pick another all right so uh, it's the simple things as someone who listens to multiple five stars okay five stars <laughs> as someone who listens to multiple podcasts nicole and victor have to be my favorite they help their listeners enjoy the simple things in life and bring so much joy and happiness they make you feel like they're they make you feel like you're in their kitchen table having your morning coffee with them thank you for all thank you for all you guys do oh you yeah. guys that was sweet that was a really good I, one. I stumbled over my words but i am enjoying coffee and you are at our coffee table and so thank yeah. you okay this one is from a shits mm? How do I say that? I think he's poop. 
a, a Sheets. <laughs> okay, so you're saying it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Spell it out. A S C H E E T Z 9. All right, go ahead. It reminds it. me of like Cheez Its. Oh, okay. okay, so. Okay, that's so refreshing. Five stars. I love Nicole since she was on BB. <laughs> I'm getting a laugh attack. Because <laughs> <laughs> right there, when you said it. <laughs> ah, sheet. Okay. Go ahead. Read it. You want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. I get laugh attacks at the most inappropriate times. <laughs> I love Nick. <laughs> I've loved Nicole since she was on BB. Shout out to all my Michigan girls. Nicole. Woo-woo. Nicole and Victor are the absolute cutest and their podcast is so fun and positive. I listen to a lot of deep podcasts and go to this podcast for a happy, refreshing break. Nicole and Victor really knocked it out of the park with this one. Thank you both for being a bit of an escape for me. Smiley face. Thank you so much. And, I, and I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce. I'm guessing that's like your first initial and last name or first initial, second initial and last name. But it's hard when it's all one word to like yeah, know to how to say it. So, it. Yeah, so we're sorry. We butchered it completely. Yeah, we did. Um, but thank you guys for listening. We, we Thank uh, you for the nice reviews. Those are yes. very great. Two very great choices. We really hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. The easiest way to do it is that purple little app on your phone, the Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can listen anywhere you're listening right now on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, you can always go to www.cococaliente.com and you can listen or Coco Caliente podcast.com and you can listen there and you can always uh, check out our merchandise, purchase some merchandise and uh, follow us on uh, Twitter at Coco Caliente Pod and on Instagram at Coco Caliente Podcast. Thank you guys so much. We love you. Thank you. Ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, What is happy birthday in German? Or, How do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.